0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Kyle martinez Bahi with the Social Vent Podcast, and we got a motherfucking special guest in the motherfucking house. May you introduce yourself, good sir. What's up, my
1: friends? The Dirtball, coming to you from the Northwest Territories. What's up?
0: What up, man? I'm so glad we got to do this, and um, it was a pleasure doing that Juggalo vlog for you and doing uh, the review of your album.
1: Yeah, that was awesome, bro. Seriously. I was fucking on the floor, dude. First time I saw
0: it, I was laughing so hard. Yeah, and you know, I, I, I do these, um, and and people are always, are like, get, they really like them, so, you know, I did one for Gmo Ski, he fucking liked that shit, I did one for Scribbles, because he's on the label with I, um, Chuckle Chucky Chuck and all that, and uh, I was just like, oh yeah, dude, I love doing these, I love music that much. Yeah, dude, I can tell, it's dope,
1: it's dope to have people like you doing that too, you know, it helps a lot.
0: Yeah, so we're gonna jump on into first uh, to my first question here. Um, so, what was uh, the inspiration for the title of the album? Because I love that fucking title. Yeah,
1: dude, it's it, okay. Um, I live up in I live up in Central Oregon, and uh, I live near this place called Skull Hollow. And actually, the the history of it—I mean, it's not really a direct. I spend a lot of time around there in those hills around Skull Hollow, but. It's got a lot of, uh, like, um, actually, the, meek, it, 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 the The history and the, the main history around School Hall, not only is there a dope uh, crag of rocks over here that is pretty freaky and spooky in there, but there's a lot of history, like, um, when the homesteaders were coming over part of the Meeks wagon train into Oregon, they branched off of the Oregon Trail and came over this, where I, kind of where I live, and um, <clears throat> there was a tribe of Indians that lived at Skull Hollow and uh, they saw the white people coming basically this is in a book called uh, Thunder Over the Ochoa Coast it's really a awesome book but there's a lot of history where I live here and and they weren't having any of it and, and killed all 220 I think it was of them to stop the fort of the white people coming into this territory and so Skull Hollow is where it all went down and it's a really, really uh, powerful place, but you can feel it when you're there, and it's an interesting place, so I don't know, I've just had that, I've been around it my whole life, you know, that, that area, and so, um, yeah, that's basically, wasn't directly related to the record, but it just has a super, super uh, spiritual, you know, influence on me over there, so that's the gist of it.
0: The Dope, 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 and also, too, you know, I wanted to ask you, you know, so now that you're moving forward, you're getting your career going and you got the new album. Tell me about uh your new record label. Yeah,
1: dude, I uh, I this the first time I've, you know, released a record outside of any other record labels. Like my whole career's been kind of swallowed up and chewed on, you know, by just various record executive situations. <laughs> so I'm like from the old school, you know, my whole catalog's just been stolen and all this crazy shit and it's been really dramatic you know i say stolen yeah basically in different lights the whole every record you know i don't have control of anything from my past everything i do from here out though is like skull hollow is all me so this is the first time i've had that opportunity and it's not necessarily a bad thing it's just you know i'm from that era of signing record deals and doing this shit and people controlling masters and all this stuff so i started throttle house uh, it's the name of the label just to launch my own stuff. And there's a couple artists that I have coming up that are dope as hell. Um, and Eddie Ruxton, you know, a couple of cats that he brought in really. And, um, so yeah, it's all half of the name. And, uh, I'm just, I'm just really trying to keep it a, a small thing that's, um, it's just a viable machine for me to release music. And, um, other artists too, I'm really focusing right now on just getting myself
0: platformed on it, obviously. So, yeah. For sure, man. And you know, what's so dope about the album is it's definitely like, I feel like you let a lot, let a lot off your chest. And, you know, when uh, we spoke before, you know, you said you wanted to move forward. It's a positive, you want to make sure that the future is big and positive and you want to make sure that, that you're, you're good. And I know, a lot of things happen, but, you know, it's just, like, looking forward, and I I can feel that on the record a lot.
1: Yeah, I'm glad. It's interesting, because a lot of the tracks, you know, some of them, some of those tracks are not, not like, old, old, but, you know, like, last year, that, you know, it's weird when you put out a record where the, the culmination, like, even the artist doesn't know, unless you're, like, going into the studio and writing it all right there, but if you piece together, like, a year's worth of your material, um... It's a trip, dude. All the all the things that fall in place, like the messages that come out, and, you know, I write songs, usually I write songs that are um, universal. They, they come with like a, a vibe that I'm having, or like an angst that I'm having, but they're universal so people can put themselves in the template. And it is a trippy record, dude. I'm like, I've been listening to it back like, holy shit, it is pretty gnarly. Jesus Christ, I'm like, fuck, there's some, but yeah, I've been through a lot, dude, and the record definitely, it. but now that like you're saying, i've got i've got a whole nother situation planning this next album so that's already enacted so i'm like uh there's so much to come oh but i had to get that record out because i haven't had a solo album out for five six years it's been ridiculous you know so it feels good
0: dude. oh yeah and you know and with with that, you know, I I will personally say when you joined the Cottonmouth Kings, I geeked out harder than a schoolgirl in a. Um, <laughs> That's
1: awesome, bro! That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's been a great. It's been just a killer. My career's been really, um, you know, it's a great. It's a great. It's a great book, dude. I've got a real. Uh, I mean, I've, there's an ups and downs. And twists and turns, and there's so much more to come, and it's just like, fuck, I've been through everything, actually, and it's, and, you know, that's what I like, again, where you're saying, like, the, the future's just, it's just all positive, everything, I feel like I'm in this perfect spot for myself, and uh, able to, for everyone else, too, really, so I'm not, I'm not so dragged down anymore, and that's a, it's just a refreshing feeling today, you know?
0: Oh yeah, and you know you you gotta just push the past to the side and just say fuck it sometimes and just just do you and that's what I really appreciate appreciate about you and I appreciate uh, about your style and one of my favorite go to songs is a uh, um uh, moonshine this oh moonshine yeah yeah that's a great
1: song I mean come on let's be real I love that song too Jesus um. It's my most downloaded song, most played song. It really does hit home. It's a, good, uh, it's a good track. Even, you know, I stopped drinking this last year, too, and it still sounds great. <laughs>
0: well, I smoked a lot to that song, so. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm smoking a lot right now, actually. I thought we were going to smoke one together via video chat, <laughs> video interview. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, man. That's that's the hustle and grind of the podcast world. You're like, I'm set, I'm ready, let's go. Then it's like my equipment's like, fuck you.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, is there snow up in Flagstaff?
0: Oh yeah, dude. We got hit hard. We probably had the biggest storm because remember when I uh, was messaging you, I was like, the power went out, and then we had like, I had to dig myself out, and it's just. It was freak, yeah. it was freaking nuts, bro. Like, um, and we got a lot of people from California who don't know how to drive in the snow, so that didn't help because there's crashes and semi trucks yeah. were flipped and
1: dude, we just went through the same thing. I mean, the snow two thousand. We got like five feet roofs are collapsing, people are just you know just lost, and it's just amazing when it happens. It really, I mean, it really is a disaster. We get kind of Again, out of the Central so we get lots of snow. Pretty much like your, I mean, we're Pine Tree area,
0: you know? Yeah. High, see pine trees. Yeah, man, I, I, I'm at the point now, though, where I'm sick of the snow because I got stuck in it once, and I was cursing the heavens, and I was just, like, uh, cursing everybody's mamas and stuff like that because I just could not get out. And then after I calmed down, I was like, okay, okay, I'm going to make this bitch, and I finally got out of the snow.
1: <laughs> in your car, you mean?
0: Yeah, my car, because I I thought I could make it this snowbank. I was like, I got this, I got this. You know, you get confident when you're driving. Then, boop, nope.
1: Oh no, yeah, I won't even. We're the only car we're using is uh, my wife's Subaru. We're, well, she's sort of not using it, but my, my big truck, my big Ford truck, I can't even get it out of here. I'm mm-hmm. using the Toyota ninety one Toyota twenty two R, most amazing truck, two four wow. high. It's the only truck I can get out with. We're still caked up. It's like
0: eight inches last night again, and we got again over four feet. The first storm, it's gnarly good. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, I, oh, this is what I wanted to ask you, too. It was about uh the Fearless Fred Fury uh, release party. How would that go down?
1: Oh, no. It was a disaster for me. You didn't, you heard about that, though.
0: A little bit, a little bit.
1: Well, what happened is. Well, what happened is what we're talking about. This was the first, this wasn't the four-foot dump, but I was, like, so pumped to do it because it's pretty close, you know. It's only six hours to hand for me. And, uh, dude, it got burly. It got so burly that I wasn't even about to attempt it. Like, the gorge, all these things were closed, basically. The highways were closed, wrecks everywhere. So I had to cancel the whole situation. It was the worst cancellation ever. Like, dude, of all things. Yeah, you know, but I was, i mean, I was just honored they asked me to do that, and then I'm like, "Fuck!" I couldn't make it. And it's just—just just one of those things. Like living where you—not many people know unless you live in the gnarly shit sometimes it's not worth risking your life to drive when you—when you know either you're just gonna be sitting there or there's wrecks, you know, all over and you can't even drive. So it's just one of those things. It sucks.
0: Oh yeah, dude. I—I I understand that completely. I've called out from the other job. I was like, "Fuck this! This—this this ain't worth my life." No, there's certain times you've got to
1: call it dude. But, but of all things it was the the release party and I'm like, dude, that was so anyway. Um yeah, but that was that was I mean, I wish I could have made it. Banging record, right? Yeah. I I had my own smoke out at home, listening to it live feed, it was fun. That's a banger dude.
0: Hell good yeah. album. Oh yeah. And now, you know, so with, with that, I know you got a little tour coming up. And then I know, and then um, I was looking at your tour dates. Uh, do you think you're going to make it to the gathering this year?
1: Well, that's the plan, yeah. I, I actually just, uh, those are just a few dates. Um, we have some stuff coming in May and then again around the gathering. So, yeah, we haven't, we haven't locked that down, I'm hoping. That's another thing, the whole Spokane thing. But they reached out to me to do that and then it's like man you cancel it's not I hope I'm asked to do the gathering you never know bro I mean shit I love those guys I love doing the gathering so um, I'm going to try as hard as I can to play and then uh, if not I'm going to be there you know what I mean Yeah. I want to go somewhere. I mean I'm sure we'll, we'll,
0: we'll, I can't say I'm sure but I'm, I'm going to try as hard as I can to play and um, yeah oh yeah man and you know and uh, so with with everything, uh, do you uh, still collab with like Big B or et cetera, et cetera?
1: Uh, you know what, I would. Big B and I haven't really talked, and so it's uh, you know a lot. There's been a lot of uh, not bad vibes at all, but just haven't talked to each other. You know, basically when all that stuff went down in the past, everybody kind of just scurried their different directions, and and it, you know, I mean. God, I think back on every year and every year and every year, it's like, man, there's just been so much going on. So I'd love to reconnect, you know. Um yeah, I'm fucking up in the woods, my friend. I stay I sick I stay busy on the touring side, you know. But uh yeah, I'd love to reconnect with some people for sure. It's a crazy, crazy business, crazy world, time goes fast too, you know,
0: so Oh yeah, and you know, I was um talking to people about this interview and I was just like, I oh, mean, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk to Dirtball. We're going to talk this and that. They're like, and they're they're asking like, oh, well, what happened to the, to KMK? I'm like, ah, that's, that's in the past, man. I go, I, you know, I talked to Chucky Chuck a while back on the interview too. And he, you know, he explained in very little variations, but you know, he's just, just like, now everybody's just kind of split. Everyone's just doing their own thing. And it's so fucking mind-boggling when night when you really think about it, because Suburban Noise Records was like one of the top three with psychopathic with strange music. Like you know, that was like those were like the three forefront underground labels. Mm-hmm. and yeah. and you know, and uh, with that, then you know, with the catalog and stuff like that, when hearing your stuff to your first album and what what would you say musically? um influences you all day every day like just they just something just pulls it out of you like man i got this idea and then you just hear this banging track like you know what what's your influences in uh the the music genre
1: wreck on, on like when i'm writing a song you mean yeah um you know what i usually well the way i do it is i get the tracks like say Say from my Kuma guy or Eddie Ruskin or T Mike, any of the guys that I use, my, my Kuma guy will send me a crop of beats. And I only like to do like five at a time. Like, I prefer one at a time, really, you know, actually. And then when I sit down, I get that track, I sit there, and boom, whatever comes off my dome right away from the, from the track is the vibe that I go with. And I really don't write the song until it's on the spot. And the only thing that I really write down is in like memos and shit. I don't, I don't really do lyric, like write raps and then regurgitate them back. I kind of like, um, I write ideas down, like different, um, emotions or, or like, um, just something not just words. And I'll go back and look at them when I get the beat and I'll kind of quote it and create some idea and then boom. And then, cause I write the raps, you know, the lyrics have to go with that beat and like different instruments that are brought in. And that's why I like Kuma guy a lot because he does a lot of like <laughs> like different word shit in the tracks, and it, and it allows me to do all these different parts. It's fucking it's pretty bizarre. Each producer I work with has a different vibe. Like Eddie, uh, you know, Love is a Beast. That whole vibe, Jesus, that thing. His tracks are really like. um Song like like I just get uh, there's a lot of depth to them and, and uh, um, it's a different way of writing I can feel like I can almost be a little more conscious on his tracks sometimes so it's different with every producer
0: you know Yeah, and you know it, it, it takes that producer to push you in certain ways and stuff like that and with uh, yeah. do you ever think, you know, I, I, I always say this like you have a very harmonizing voice and okay and I've always wondered, like, do you think you would go more, maybe try to sing on a track maybe one day?
1: Well, I've seen quite a bit. I mean, like, you know, I mean, it depends on what kind of, there's a lot, like, a lot of all the cotton-off stuff, there's a lot of singing, there's, a, you know, There's, a, I've seen quite a bit, actually. If you look, if you think about it, oh, Skull Hollow I didn't really, a whole bunch. I guess, did Love is a Beast. But, Yeah. To answer your question, yeah, I would. And I'd like to sit down and and experiment with some different shit, because, I I mean, my whole family's musical. My parents have a bluegrass band. It's been in my blood forever. So I sing, I play the piano, I I make a drum, I make, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I I am a decent singer. And I'd like to actually focus on it sometime and really, like, make a different kind of record, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, like... um. Here's an example. Uh, Kill the Pain off of Long Live the Kings. Yeah. One of my favorite fucking tracks in the whole wide world. It has saved my life a billion times of, like, having a awesome. bad day. and it's Awesome. And it just because the hook to, to your verse and stuff like that, it's just it's so positive on so many levels, you know, and I, I like to take the chance to say thank you for that. Oh,
1: dude, thank you. That's one of the most... Uh, I love that track too That was like a And that right there Is what we're talking about Like where I mean uh, You know That's There's something special About that shit I mean that's a dead, Yeah Nice Thank you dude Cause that's what That was meant to do And actually at the time That was written And the emotions I was going through And all this shit Was like wow I mean I listened back On that stuff And man You know When you're having it, it's just, Music is such a cool thing Cause it like Time stamps things i mean it's eternal and the, the track will last forever but like the, what was going on in that artist's mind right then is so bizarre i guess only the artists would really know exactly
0: what it was going on fuck that was a deep one when we wrote that <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah man and for sure you know and uh, i was gonna ask uh i know you have bumped fearless red fury yet
1: oh yeah yeah we well we we talk i mean i just did the I just did the uh,
0: smoke
1: out, or the smoke session with it. I don't know if you... Do you go live on Facebook
0: at all? Oh, once in a while, you know, and just because uh, our internet provider sometimes just sucks. <laughs> what
1: up in the hills? Yep. Oh, fuck, yeah. Ours sucks, too. I just lost. I just tried to do this physical stuff. He's so hollow, and I'm... That's why it's taken so long, and I was fucking uploading forever. And oh my god, the internet was down, the storm and the shit and the fuck. It was like never ending. I was drove to, drove to a friend's house, internet down. Starbucks, internet down.
0: Fuck, <laughs> dude. That's how it was here, man. You know, we upload these uh, episodes sometimes every Saturday, or sometimes just we just spring it out and shit like that. But then, like during the storm, I'm like, come on, fucking a load, motherfucker.
1: Oh, I know, dude. It's just fucking, man. I can't, but
0: yeah. So, but, uh, you know, and the reason why I brought up Fearless Fred Fury is because um, when we're talking about people's mindsets and whatnot and how deep they can get. How, that fucking track, um, Nobody's Fault, um, oh, oh, it was full of emotions with Violent J. Right, yeah. Yeah, dude, that's, dude, there's a lot of good
1: tracks on I mean seriously, like when I put it on, I was like, "Oh fuck!" And then I was listening to it, and like the way they the way they laid it out and they do their albums. I'm like, "God, I fucking should have done that a different spots. It'd be cool shit." I'm like,
0: "These guys are amazing, dude." Well, you know, you're you're on that same level, bro. And I hope that we we I, I can't wait until the next project, Skull Hollows on um, rotation, man. And I, I gotta ask, a uh, what is uh, going back to the album Skull Hollow? What is your fi- absolute favorite track that you have to replay over and over again because you're like, fuck yeah, I'm the shit. That's my shit, (laughs) motherfucker.
1: God, dude, um, I'd fucking say, I mean, fuck, there's a lot of good tracks. It's so crazy because I didn't think the response would be so good, honestly, from the fans, like I thought, I mean, and then I look back on the record, I'm like, fuck, these are all really pretty damn good songs. It's hard for me to choose, dude. Like, Broken Eye is one that's not like fucking, you know, like, ah, oh, bang it, but I listen to that over and over and over, tracks that get me. I probably listen to these tracks 978 times a piece, and, you know, they just, oh, it's, well, maybe not that many times, but, you know, a couple hundred times, and they're all just, they continue to conquer. I
0: don't know, what about you? Uh man so dope. yeah there's just so <laughs> it, you know i really think about it when i was doing that i was like i was like oh i like this song oh i like no i like this song oh no i like this song and it was just like uh, broken eye though that was uh some some deep emotional like vibes that i like i that that's on a playlist too of mine where i'm like all right i'm kind of feeling low i gotta put that shit on just to make myself feel good and get through the day so that that's it's a banger so that's a banger yeah
1: I mean, no coming down with Marlon Asher and Dizzy Wright. That's pretty good.
0: I like that track, dude. Fuck, I like them all. That I did don't know. The, uh, with Dizzy Wright and stuff like that. I my wig was like fucking flew across the room because I was like, "Holy shit! This this is this is where it's at!" Like, oh my god! Like, I can, I ugh. Yeah, it's so amazing because I, you know, a lot of people didn't think I was gonna
1: come out with the record. Most people, you know. It's been a long time. I mean, I just got—I I was so busy writing so much of that Cotton Off King, like the last four albums. You know, it took a lot out of me. I—I I did write a lot of dirtball shit, but I just never had time to actually put out a record. So it's been so long, and yeah, I'm just glad it's out. Now, now, now it's like I'm saying, the sky's the limit because I've got so many more tracks ready to go. That that that's where all that time waiting, and it's just fuck, man. I, I yeah. I'm excited to keep releasing music I hate seeing those people like putting up a new track tomorrow like one every day I'm gonna wait a little while Let, let's let's go hollow threes for a minute but it is gonna be a banger and and we're already kind of figuring out what's going go on that album so um, I'm just excited dude it's never been this way for me I'm always like either doing a record every year and a half or you know I just and it's not even in my control so these are just good times Throttle House new record out, touring, fans are awesome, fuck, you're awesome, thanks for having
0: me. Hell yeah, man, and I appreciate you uh, giving me your time and shit like that, and you know, I, I I really appreciate you as an artist, as some, you know, when I heard about you dropping a new album, I was like, fuck yes, it's been too long, finally, yes!
1: Yeah, dude, right on, good to hear that.
0: But um, thank you for your time, and, man, um, I'll, I'll hit you up definitely when this drops. And I appreciate you very, very much, brother. Um, thank you so much. Uh, is there uh, anything you want to plug before you go?
1: No, dude, I just want to thank you uh, for doing this. And um, and thank, thanks to all the Juggalos listening and all my fans out there. And just, fuck, man, there's so much more to come. Go Hall, spread the word. And uh, you have a good night, my friend.
0: You too, man, and um, I am KMB the sexy ninja, and you are good, sir. Let them know loud and proud. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop.